whoo, I'm trying to stop. It's, it's, it's like getting out of a jacuzzi on a cold night. You know, just, you don't want to get out, right? Amen. You know, the truth is my heart longs for this right here, this, man, I mean, it's Sunday morning and we're experiencing this. Like a lot of times Saturday night, it gets deep or at nighttime, you know, on a special Friday night. It's Sunday morning. It's 1030 in the morning. You folks are hungry. Man, we, if we could have, if we could just have our hearts postured like this. Like, what, what would Ocala be like seven days a week if there were houses like this where, come on, it, this is a place you bring your friends and things start magnificently, miraculously start changing in their life. It's where things change in our life. It's why daily we, we get up and we cultivate this. This is what makes you go to bed an hour early to get up a few minutes early to just sit in his presence and say, God, I need to, I need to experience you. I need to give this thing to you. Miracles happen. That's where miracles happen. Mamas, this is where your prayers for your babies are answered. Daddies, this is where you learn how to put on a priestly garment and a kingly robe. You don't do it in the living room. You do it in the presence of the king. This is where the answers to how to provide for your home. I know what men go through. I know that burden you carry to provide for your babies and your, your wives and your, your family. I know God put that in you as a producer. But you cannot figure that out in the marketplace. You cannot work with this burden on you. It can only be removed in the presence of the king. You can only lift it up to him. And walk away worshiping. He's going to provide for you. Otherwise, it will eat you up, man. It'll possess your life. one more thing daddies if you're here with your wife or your son or daughter just want you to reach over put your arm around them I'm going to ask you men just to bless your wife verbally verbally I'm going to ask you to bless them Go get her if you have to. She may be working. <laughs> Father, in Jesus' name, you said a man who has found a wife has found a good thing. Thank you for the good thing. The helpmate, 
we bless our wives. We bless our children from their head to their toe. Lord, I pray that you would renew their soul today, their mind, their will, and their emotion. God, heal their hearts from the wounds that this world and even our words have created. We bless them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. We bless them. Today's different. <laughs> but I love God's spontaneity. Oh, he's adventurous. And life is fun with Jesus. You know, as I was sitting there and I was praying, Father, because, you know, Pastor Ken's trying to follow the leading of the Spirit. And I'm like, Lord, give him direction. Give him direction. You're doing something so special here this morning. And the Lord showed me, he said, you know, we're watching him, Pastor Ken, for direction. But God said, my spirit's in you. My spirit resides in you. And I want you to get in touch with what the spirit's saying to you right now. Because yes, right now, God uses Pastor Ken to lead us corporately in the way the Spirit's going. But there's something the Lord wants us to take away from today. And that is, as we walk away, we know the Spirit's in us to hear what the Spirit is saying in us to guide us as we go through the week. We can't take Pastor Ken with us every day of the week. I can't. Believe me. <laughs> I probably seem as much as some of you. God loves us. He never wants us to be alone. <laughs> he never wants us to be alone. And he wants us to have the revelation of knowing the power that lives within us. <laughs> Not on the outside. He's inside. And he wants us to live in the revelation of his wisdom of his guidance, of his love for us, of his blessings. Oh my, we're rich. Oh my goodness, we are so rich. But we live like we are in poverty. The church, we should be just really, I mean, outshining everything because we are so rich. And God wants us to be in tune to his spirit. So what I want us to do right now, Pastor Ken's going to come back up. I'm not going to take over, I promise. But I do feel like the Lord wants us to do an exercise. I know it's a crazy morning. Hey, I don't care. I really don't. I love the Lord. He's blessed me so much. And I was telling Ken, we've had some really deep conversations this week. And I said, let me tell you something. God's really revealing to me resurrection power. We carry resurrection power. 
You know, when he told Mary and Martha at the tomb, when they said, you know, about the resurrection, that there's a day of resurrection, he told them, I am the resurrection. I am is in you. He wants us to have this revelation and to grow in this revelation. But we can't do it when we depend on someone else. And we can't do it if we don't exercise it. Oh. <laughs> I'm telling, I told Ken, we are getting ready to see some miraculous things. I'm telling you, God is stirring me so. He is stirring me and he is going to stir us even more. And so what I want you to do as we stand here and we wait on the Lord, it's not just Pastor Ken waiting on the Lord. We are waiting on the Lord together. We are here corporately together as one body. And that's how he brings us into unity. By connecting to his spirit in us. So what I want us to do is just take a few minutes and connect with Jesus. You can sing. It's just so anointed. There's fire. I'm telling you. And just let Jesus speak to you for a minute. Say, Jesus, what direction are you going this morning in me? Because what I take out of here this morning is going to lead me through the week. It's going to help me through the week. It's going to grow me through the week. Pastor Ken can't do it. Gone are the days of man. God is the only one who can lead us into that place that we're longing for. He's the only one. And we've got to learn how to get connected and get revelation and go with him. He's a good, good father. He has only good for you. Go ahead and bow your heads. Bow your heads. Holy Spirit, I ask you now to stir the inner man of each son and daughter in this place. Give them revelation of the power that resides within them. And that, Lord, you want to do exceedingly, abundantly, above everything they can even hope or imagine by your spirit. But it's by your spirit working through them. Your spirit being exercised through them. Lord, we need to know you more. Greater revelation. We each have personal needs. We need revelation.
Father, we pray over your people. We pray over your people. Father God, you're calling us to deeper and higher places in you. And Jesus, the only way we can get there is by connecting with you, building relationship with you, putting you first. You said, if you will put me first, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. And you know my promise to you is to give you the promises, the riches of heaven, to give you wisdom, the wisdom you need that is wealth, wealthy, the wisdom, the healing, discernment, the joy you need. Mm. All of these things, he said, will be given to you as you seek me first. Put me first. My promise, when you choose me first, see, there's a responsibility we have choosing him first. But he says, when you do this, I promise you riches from heaven. (laughs) Amen. So, Father, I ask you to fill up each and every person with your revelation. Give them greater knowledge into your love for them. Give them greater knowledge into your purpose, your plan, your dreams for them. Bring the things that have been hidden and dead for a season. Lord, we speak resurrection life now to the dreams, to the visions. We speak resurrection life to the soul. We speak resurrection life to the body. We speak resurrection life to the heart, to the hearts of deadened, hardened souls. We speak speak resurrection life to the lost children. We speak resurrection life to your people. And we say, come forth in the name of Jesus. It's a new day. He told me it was going to be a special Christmas season. We're walking into a special Christmas season. If you will just submit and surrender. (laughs) He's got so much waiting for you. So much he's holding it's like I can see it right right before you just grab it take hold all you got to do is reach out all you got to do is reach out and I'll give it to you that's that's who I am as a daddy that's who I am as a father you ask of me a good thing and I'm wanting to give it to you you just got to reach out you just got to reach out in faith you just got to reach out and say yes Lord I receive it. I want everything you have for me. I don't understand what's happening this morning, Lord, but I want what you have for me. And so by faith, I say yes to you, Lord. By faith, I say yes. This may be new to some of you, but you're hungry for something more. You're hungry for something greater. You don't want the ordinary life anymore. And that's the Holy Spirit stirring you. And all you have to do is reach out by faith and say, yes, Lord, I want your blessings. I want your blessings in my life. I want your blessings in my family. I want your blessings over me. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. to program this, isn't it? Amen. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. We're gonna, we're just gonna transition. Um, vocalist, I'm gonna give you a time out. You'll get some warm water or something, coffee or something, refresh your voices. You guys can be seated. Middle school, you can be released. And um, I want to ask for the podium and band if you would I mean you stay up here if you're if you're okay with that you're okay you're good okay um, told you guys a couple weeks ago I'd been studying the star of Bethlehem and the and uh, just carried away with uh, the goodness of the Lord and the amazing ability of our God He's just amazing. We have a, a missional mandate, evangelistic strategy called Love and Lead. It works basically like this. Until you understand someone's need, you really can't love them. Um, loving the brokenness of our world means that you see the way the Lord sees and then you love the way the Lord loves so if you see a neighbor and they're hurting from um, uh, from a death of a loved one their need is for someone to comfort offer compassion be near them and listen so you see the need then you love them in the way that they need once you've loved them you earn the right to lead them it's so hard for people to just follow Jesus when they don't understand how he loved their need. Once we figure out our greatest need and how he met that, we just receive him as king and we begin to chase after him. It's called love and lead. That's kind of our philosophy. And we've been talking about missions, M&Ms, Mission munchies, that's what these are, you know, mission munchies. And missions happens by muscle and money. You make no qualms about it. You can't hide from it. The Lord redeems money, uses it to advance the kingdom, tells us to store up for ourselves friends, eternal friends, by using money in this way. But he also uses muscle. And, and the, the ministry of the gospel is going to go forward. It, it will go forward. Do you want to be a part of it or not? And so, the, 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 really the last few weeks, week next week is about inviting you in to be a part of his adventure, missions, you. Well, where are we going, Pastor? We're, go we're going into Marion County. I mean, that's where the mission field is for us. I'm going to talk a lot about that next week and what we've done over the last few years, but... The Lord's going to use anything and everything to propel his message. Do you know the Lord uses stars to declare 
he is God. Scripture actually teaches us that. The psalmist, Psalms 19, 1 through 4, the heavens declare the glory of God and the expanse proclaims the work of his hands. Isn't that amazing? Romans 1.20 says, For the invisible attributes, that is, His eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly seen since the creation of the world being understood through what He has made. Psalms 147, He determines the numbers of stars. He gives them all names. Psalms 33, By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made. Jeremiah 33.22, Jeremiah the prophet, a couple thousand years 3,000 years ago said this. And as of the stars of the skies, they cannot be counted, and the sand of the seashore cannot be measured. In the year 1850, science said, there are 850 stars above us. Jeremiah said a few thousand years ago, the number of the stars cannot be numbered. In the second century BC, man was still proclaiming 850 stars in the sky. Do you know how big the sky is? We say it like it's Montana, right? The sky, you know, it's big. Um, it, you know, light travels at 186,000 miles per second. It would take 100,000 light years to get across our galaxy. We just live in one neighborhood of the universe called the Milky Way, right? 186,000, I'm sorry, 100,000 years to get across our galaxy. And there are billions of stars and billions of galaxies. Like, like your mind starts doing fruit loops after a while. The, my calculator said, that's it, I'm out of here. I, I don't have enough zeros. Can't do this anymore. When you start figuring this stuff up, it is amazing how big God is. Scripture says he uses creation to declare he is God. Scripture says that on our conscience, he is impressed he is God. Romans 2, 14. So when Gentiles who do not by their nature have the law, do what the law demands, they are a law to themselves, even though they do not have the law. Verse 15. They show that the work of the law is written on their hearts. Their conscience confirms this. It's in man. He has already put his fingerprint inside of man. The starry hosts are declaring he is God. The conscience inside of every man declares there is a God. God even uses calamity to declare he is God. Now, this is a weird one. So let me make this statement. All sickness in humanity is because of sin, but not all sickness in me is because of my sin. You follow me? There's something called the Edemic curse that is laid upon man. But when we say that, we're tempted to say, if you have uh, this cold or this flu, it's because you sinned and you err in your theology. But brokenness and calamity is all around us. 
All calamity in humanity is because of sin, but not all calamity in my life is because of my sin. 2 Corinthians 7.10 says, For godly grief produces repentance that leads to salvation without any regret. But worldly grief produces death. So God will use calamity in people's lives to produce repentance. Greg and Sandy, I want you to come for a minute. you guys to share with us. Who's the spokesperson in this household anyway? Okay. <laughs> Sandy's going to speak. You're, you're the amen the section. Right? I say amen. <laughs> amen. So Greg, this is how you do it, man. This up. I need a good, a hearty amen every now and then. Amen. That was hearty. <laughs> you guys... Several years ago, the Lord brought you from Kentucky to Ocala and um, planted you in Ocala, divinely planted you in a church, and you had a plan to retire, and God had another plan. And because of the pliableness of your heart, the Lord has begun to use you in magnificent ways. Tell us about that progression of moving to Ocala and then the Lord employing you into what he had a plan to do. Okay. We moved down um, July a couple years ago, made a list of churches that we wanted to try out. And my list got all shuffled up by my husband. The first Sunday we were here, he said, let's try this one. Let's go to City Line. And we walked in and Pastor Chris was giving a sermon that day about getting active in the church. He pretty much said, get your butt planted and yep. get to work. And so we did. We signed up that day for the next week's survey. Um, day. And then Christmas rolled around. We took a couple opportunities the rest of the year. Christmas rolled around and George and Kelly had pulled together uh, a group to go down to a ministry downtown called Streetlight who serves homeless meals every Monday night. Just people show up with food and we serve the homeless. And um, It's not just Mondays the Lord decided to use you. No, no. We, I was praying <laughs> because neither of us are employed. I was praying, God, tell me, how are we going to be able to afford to keep providing food on Monday nights? And he led us to his Compassion Food Bank. And we've been there ever since we set foot in the door. We started out serving one day a week. And, and just a couple things. A couple weeks ago, we had a pastor here Yes, I believe. 
Pastor Chris. Pastor Chris came up and he talked about compassion and how compassion is not just, oh, I feel so sorry for that person, right. but it's a, it's a feeling in your gut like Jesus had. You've got to do that something. That you are moved and you have to take action and you have to do something about the problem. And so that really hit me hard. And his compassion food bank is something that hits us hard serve there five days a week and um, so his compassion is a food really it's the it's the epicenter of, of food that goes out to several distributing points yes. throughout yes. Marion County yes and the Lord is using you guys but not just uh, once in a while no. um, you guys serve in large roles there yes so yeah, went we from feeding once on once a Monday a week. night yeah, once a week. Monday night and then once a week it his compassion and through a relationship the lord moved you yeah. into his compassion yes and now you're touching food ministries all over marion county we his really compassion are. is yes his compassion is we serve um the thursday before the third tuesday before thanksgiving we served 427 families with our food line you know they come on tuesdays it is amazing he does amazing stuff uh, they come line up at 6 o'clock in the morning and get food from 8.30 to 10.30 on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And we minister to them. We have people in the parking lot who register them and pray with them. And we actually are averaging three or four people saved every month. Um, so that is, yes. So it truly is a ministry. It truly is a ministry. Um, and we we just have seen so many miracles happen there. It's it's. It's an amazing place to be. It truly is. I had a friend, and then you echoed that. I had a friend who told me, you need to write these things down, the things that happened at his compassion, because we honestly see God at work every single week that we're there. We've had instances where we were scrambling in our pockets looking for enough money to pay the light bill. And an hour later, you know, we're $100 short. An hour later, somebody walks in with a check for $100. We're talking about the ministry. The ministry, yes. The ministry's light bill, That's yes, right. yes. Um, among the volunteers, we were scrounging, you know, tens sure. and pennies and, and trying to come up with the money to pay the light bill. And, and a donor walked in and said, here, I've got a check for you for $100. So the light bill was paid. And we've seen that happen Over so many times, yes. And everything there is donated. Right. Whether it's money, food, everything is doing. Time, yes. There, there's no paid salaries. We're all volunteers. Yeah. Uh, we have another volunteer here today, too, Jeff. And um, he's actually been Jeff. there a lot longer than we have. And, and we have wonderful people there. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'll keep talking no, if you don't interrupt ahead. me. I want to ask you a question. <laughs> so what is, so you're seeing people come to the Lord yes. through salvation. That's right. You're seeing God work in people's lives yes. through loving them in this That's manner. Right. You found their need. Yep. Now, this organization's been around. It's been around a long time. A great job. So a couple different face jobs it's had, yep. But, yep. but now it is a wholly owned, standalone yep. company all by itself. And we are serving, uh, just as a matter of fact, Friday, we crossed 20 million pounds of food and resources, you know, household products that we've given to families this year. This year. This year, 20 yes. Million 20 pounds. million. Yes, yes. It's amazing. It really is. So God brought you from Kentucky because yep. he had a job. Yes. He eased you into it. Yes. And and you're having you're having experiences where you're watching God minister to people All through the, the avenue yes. of loving them. That's right. 
That's right. But tell me what God's been doing in you and Greg. Well, through his compassion, I, I don't want to speak for Greg. I'll let him actually okay. say something. But, um, <laughs> but through uh, Streetlight and his compassion, I feel that he has opened up our hearts and made us more humble people, made us more willing to see his actions all around us and has really changed our lives so much. Uh, we have brothers and sisters at his compassion that we minister with each other all the time. We have people who are our clients that we minister to all the time. You know, they'll come through the line and, you know, hey, my son's doing better. Thank you for praying for him. And, and we hear these things all the time. And we have volunteers who are amazing. And so that sets an example for us. I mean, we just, it's an amazing place to be. And, and, and um, if you want to pray for us, by the way, if you want to pray for his compassion, pray for CDL licensed drivers. <laughs> <laughs> to go get some more food. And Paula, God bless you, honey. I'm so glad you're back. I, I know that. I, I'm amen. sorry. No, that was good. <laughs> I amen that. Welcome yeah. home, sister girl. <laughs> CDL licensed drivers. Yes. But the truth yes. is, if the Lord stirs your heart, um, first off, there's there's prayer. It always starts with always. praying for these yes. ministries yes. because you're in it and you recognize it is a it is a divine thing it really that is. happens it every is. week. God yes. provides. He shows up. If you're doubting God as Jehovah Jireh, the God who provides, this is a great ministry to work in because you will witness him showing up and showing off every week. Every day, yes. yes. Every we, had, yeah. we had a lady a couple weeks ago. I just want to tell you this story real quick. We had a lady a couple weeks ago who showed up well after the handout was over. And she pulled in and she was so excited because someone had told her she could come to his compassion and get food. And she had just come from court. She got her four grandchildren. And they told her she didn't have any food. And so she came to his compassion and said, they told me you'll give me food. And we did. We loaded her up yeah. with food for those babies. And uh, the one little girl in the car said, I want Cheetos. <laughs> so we found Cheetos and we got, oh. made sure she got Cheetos. So we ministered to people and we prayed with her and we told her God loves you and he's going to take care of these babies. And we do that all the time. And that... You have no idea. Well, you probably do, but then it's amazing what that does to your heart yes. when that happens. It's it's truly a blessing to us. So someone's calamity, mm -hmm. God uses that. It's not that person because I can hear it when you when you two talk to me about the folks that come to that ministry. There is a love for people. Yes. There's no judgment. Nope. But in their life, it's a sometimes there's a catastrophe taking place. Mm -hmm. And God uses that to refresh their soul. Yes, that is absolutely true. And last year and this year, so many people losing their jobs because of the vid, you know. Yeah. Um, the people who've come through that line, doesn't matter the kind of car they're driving, something has happened where they can't afford everything that they're used to having. Yeah. And so they come through that line and we bless them with food and they go away and they still have their dignity. And many of them stop and they want to volunteer with us. And that's, we need volunteers, by the way. Yeah. Um, it's, it's an amazing, amazing feeling to walk out of there every day sure. knowing that you helped someone, that you changed a life. You made a difference to someone. Yeah. And that is, I think that's what God wants us to do. I know it now? is. No, I don't want you to <laughs> shut up. I want you to keep talking. And it's not only just this ministry. All of the ministries in Marion County are working together. That's yeah. right. That's right. Uh, Streetlight, there's an individual, I won't say his name. He comes on through the line. 
we didn't see him for a couple weeks, we all wondered about him. I did a delivery, a handout in McAnulty. There he was. Got in a truck, helped me unload the truck, had a place, was clean for the time being. Yeah. Uh, stayed off the drugs, the alcohol. And then when you showed the uh, pictures for- For wear gloves. Wear gloves. There, there he was. was. <laughs> so we're all working, yeah. helping the same people. Absolutely. So They are our neighbors. That's right, our brothers and sisters. So when we stand before the Lord, he's gonna say, what did you do for my children? And I believe some of these faces are who we're going to see. I think so, too. I believe some of our neighbors are who we're going to see. The Lord's going to say, you knew their need. It was right before you. It was evident. Did you pray? Did you give them M&Ms? Did you give them any money? Did you give them any muscle? Did you do missions, love and lead them? And I believe you guys are just the recipients of being obedient to the next step the Lord led you. And so he's using you greatly. And I know some of my pastor buddies around town, their church distributes food. You distribute the food to them to That's distribute right. to the community. So that you're, it's a partnership where denomination doesn't matter. It's just one big kingdom. It's just one big family. And that's a beautiful thing. And when you want to do that distribution, yeah. we'll deliver it. So, they, so Greg and Sandy, speak, Sandy are speaking of their vision to have a distribution center on this side of town, uh, moving further into East uh, Ocala. And so we're praying God will give us uh, the location of the people and the place to make all of that happen. But thank you guys for your time this morning talking with thank me. You, I'll Pastor. take that unless you want to come back and sing later. <laughs> Amen. I, I want to just close with this. Um, Luke 24, verse 47. And repentance for forgiveness of sins will be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning in Jerusalem. So the Lord uses the cosmos to declare he is God. He uses our conscience. Sometimes he'll use calamity. And sometimes he uses a calling. In his name, repentance will be proclaimed. Repentance is to us um, a, a harsh word. But it, biblically, it just means to rethink. It means to rethink. Our life is a, um, the Bible describes it as an epistle or it's a letter from God being read from your friends. Your life is, another way of putting this is, your life is the fifth gospel. In other words, someone may not read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, but they may read Tom, Mary, Jeremiah, Nicole. They may, they may read Greg, Sandy. They may read Ken. And if they read your life, will they clearly hear the calling of God? That's missions. That's M&Ms. That is muscle. That is you living it out every day. Muscle and money. That is you proclaiming the good news, whether it's through the offering here or whether it's through um, someone never even saw, someone was a recipient of your giving to them personally. I believe God wants to continue to proclaim His goodness in and through our lives. I think... The message today is let's go. 
Let's go. Let's take what we were given this morning, walk out of this place, and let it ooze out. The, the Bible describes the anointing of God like oil, right? We were all under that anointing this morning. We've got the, in the spirit, we are sapping with the residue of his presence. I mean, we're, we're greased down with the presence of God. We have, like, if we can get past our offense of the way somebody else was worshiping or hollering or, or waving their hands, we get past all that and just get to the place where we go, man, I fell God in the house. You're oozing with it if you'll just go drip out there and get greasy all around the world, right? Just go, just go spread it around. Come on, Stan. I want to. I want to close with this. I want to close with this. Father, thank you. Thank you. Thank you that, um, boy, you're you're just intensifying the presence. If your heart, your spirit's near, thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you for the change that's happening. Thank you, Lord, for missions, for the M&Ms. Lord, let us be tools in your hands to proclaim the gospel this week. In word, in deed, with our muscle, with our money, however it looks, like Greg and Sandy, let us, Lord, just be obedient to take one more step in the direction that you are posturing our heart. Lord, we thank you. We praise you. We bless you. In the mighty name of Jesus. And amen. Amen. Well, we hope that this message has brought you hope and encouragement, and it was just what you needed for today. If you're joining us today and we can partner with you in prayer in any way, it would be our honor. Please reach out to us by visiting our website, mycitylight.org. And lastly, if the Holy Spirit has laid it on your heart to give today, you can do that by visiting mycitylight.org and go to the giving tab or text any amount to 84321. Be blessed.